0: Howdy folks, Chris McLean back with yet another episode of the show and in the studio today I've got Regina from V Agency. They're an experiential marketing agency that connects brands to people by engaging and memorable experiences. Each experience is is created specifically for the purpose and outcome for a brand or business and the objective and goal focused they work across a range of different industries. Love a bit of experiential, haven't had a too many or any experiential agencies on the show and close something close to my heart. I ran a, a sort of emerging tech experiential agency for a good number of years. So excited to get into all things experiential. Thanks for being here.
1: Oh, thanks, Chris. Thanks for having me.
0: <laughs> no, pleasure. Pleasure. Um, yeah. So I, I ran a essentially an experiential agency. We sort of did more in the emerging tech big interactive projections mm-hmm. and that kind of stuff space, like installations yeah. and events and that kind of thing. So I don't know if that's nice. exactly the kind of stuff that you do, but I do love a, a good experience. So
1: yeah, so we, we don't we don't do that. However, I'm so interested in doing more of it. I think that's really <laughs> impactful, sort of mm, yeah. All mm. that project mapping and projections. Yeah. Really great. Yeah.
0: So take us through what you do, do and, and how did this all sort of get started for you?
1: Yeah, so my background, I've got hospitality, HR, business consulting, background, events, um, and I worked at an experiential marketing agency, advertising agency, doing all of their activations with the team. Um, And yeah, just like I think a lot of people in agency land uh, got a little bit of burnout, Um, You know, burning the candle at both ends, you know, so much client entertaining, um, Mm, mm. you know, a lot of pressure from, you know, as a global agency. So, you know, there's KPIs and targets that had to be met all of the time. Um, Yeah. And I think just pushing it too hard and um, a lot of travel which now, mm, you know, obviously that's yeah. changed for a lot of people as well. But, you know, yeah, I, I recall one day I was in three different states in one day um, going oh. to client meetings, which now just seems crazy, right? Like now that we, can, yeah. we know we can do meetings on She's Zoom and every other platform. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, so I definitely won't be going back to that. I know that. <laughs> um yeah, so I got a bit of burnout and then took the this big scary risk that you know a lot of agency owners do take when they're starting their own agency and and kind of crossed my fingers um, brought with me some really great clients that I've had in the past um, who trusted me and wanted to work with me again so I left knowing that I had some work to to go straight into um, yeah and then started the agency probably about a year and a half or two years before we went into lockdown so um, obviously that's been really interesting for all of us Mm, (laughs) in so mm. many different ways Um, but yeah I think yeah it was a scary risk I knew I I needed to do it um, for myself and you know I think that there was there's just so many amazing rewards that come out of you know, running an agency. Our, mine's very small. I've just recruited three new people um, after lockdown because we sort of went into a great hibernation. So it's really nice to sort yeah. of be coming back out and knowing there's a lot of opportunity.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's going to be a pretty interesting um, type of agency to have been running over lockdown. Obviously, yeah. events dried up, going out in public dried up. Yeah. Um, so, how, yeah. how did that look for you? Because I imagine being an experiential agency. It's all about people in places, events, Exactly. having a, an in-person yeah. experience. So, did you? Were you able to kind of map that into digital virtual space, or was it literally you had you sort of just had to go? You had to ghost out yeah. for a couple of years, and then you've, you've just sort <laughs> of come back. You
1: really know, good question. With the
0: lockdowns,
1: yeah. And I think that there um, has been a variety of different um, experiences and activations mm-hmm. which we've done. Some we were able to continue with, some we were able to shift online, some became, um, some were postponed several times. I had a conference which I was organising. Uh, it was a two, a three-day conference in five locations across Victoria. Oh, wow. and. Um, that got postponed twice until we sort of advised the CEO of the business that you know we really need to consider putting it online <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah. and then you know a lot of other events that you know and, and experiences and activations that we were doing sort of i think the most challenging thing for I think businesses like ours and agencies like ours, and probably so many others, particularly you know hospitality and experiences it was the stop-start and the uncertainty Mm, and mm. not knowing when we were able to sort of reactivate, um, when we were able to plan, you know, a lot of time Mm. and goes into sort of planning these kind of experiences. So I think, you know, we'd sort of, yeah, we'd we'd just kind of pencil in a date and work towards it, knowing, you know, deep down that it's potentially going to get postponed again or cancelled and so Mm. much work goes into postponing experiences.
0: Mm, Yeah, absolutely. So having having run an agency very similar where it's it's all about there's a lot of logistics and there's moving parts and you're planning, you know, months ahead just to get stuff delivered, particularly as you said, if you're operating across multiple states and multiple locations, it's months and months of planning plus all the logistics, trying to get things in the right place at the right time. So I can't imagine trying to do that when you've as you said you kind of pencil in a date and Cross your fingers and hope that <laughs> exactly.
1: that state's yeah, not going to be it. in lockdown <laughs> at
0: the time. So, there must yeah, have been, exactly must have been massive to have to deal with that. Um, how? had What was that process of trying to work out how to shift, you know, experiential in-person events to virtual spaces or digital versions of those things, and set and follow up to that? Was that? Did you find that was actually effective? Was it? Did, did you get similar results, better results, worse results? Sort of how did that all really impact yeah. that? Um,
1: yeah, really great questions. Um, so I'm not a technical person by any means and, <laughs> um, you know, I'm very quick to put my hand up and a bit that and call on an expert when required. And I think that whole shift of moving an event or a conference uh, or experience online for me personally was really nerve-wracking. Um yeah, yeah. you know not not having those skills in you know trained skills then having to sort of outsource and trust um but still fall under my responsibility was quite a big challenge and I think one of the the biggest challenges with that we um for we were running a conference for young people, and a lot of the people working they were incredibly amazing, well-driven, you know, highly driven, um, really smart, switched on young people, um, but they were sort of running the conference with me and it got to, we were actually at a stage, this was the event that was postponed a couple of times, that was across the, the state in a few different locations. It, we all went um, and did it from at home basically. So that, yeah. as an event director, you know, and an agency <laughs> owner, that's really scary because you can't walk up to everybody and say, how are you going, you know? Do you need to take a break? Um, you know, mm. do you, are you going okay with all the technology? So um, everyone was at home running this conference, you know, and we had a few of them were quite, you know, technically minded. So they were sort of doing a lot of the, you know, the technology of the online event. So, yeah, really nerve-wracking. But one thing it did really teach me with the postponing of events and, and having to turn things online really quickly was that um, it sort of, I sort of learned to relinquish control of a lot of events as well and experiences mm, yeah. so I, I you know being you know project managing large events I you know really need to know all of the detail every little step along the way and it it taught me to sort of trust other people and also when so many things can be outside of your control and as an event director and you know an experienced you know coordinator or whatever you you want to, you need to have backup plans with backup plans with backup plans basically in case anything goes wrong. But um, I learned, you know, with the changing of the restrictions and the uncertainty of when, you know, event could actually happen, I just had to take a step back and, you know, calm down and know that it was outside of my control and just do what I could and have backup plans where I needed to and then kind of leave everything up to the gods, you know, a little bit. And <laughs> mm. <laughs> and, yeah. and I think yeah. that was a really important learning for me, I think, you know, to sort of be able to, um, yeah, just trust a little bit, mm. you know, trust mm. other people and trust that it's all going to work out and trust that, you know, I don't need to be involved every single step of the way as well. So that was really nice learning for me and I'm trying really hard now (laughs) that we're sort of back live doing experiences to make sure that I implement that in my everyday as well and just Mm. take it easy and not overstress about everything that, you know, that I often don't have control of. And then the second part to your question, I guess, is... um, massive diminished experience <laughs> for <laughs> online events and experiences. Yeah. You know, I think everyone, you know, all said it many times, Zoom fatigue and everything. However what I did learn is that it made our events and experiences accessible to everybody, you know, across yeah. the country, across okay. the world. Yeah. And um, we actually, you know, had more people buying tickets to events as well, which yeah. were really great, you know, and people on the other side of Australia and Darwin, et cetera. So that was really nice as well. So I kind of feel yeah. like hybrid events are around to stay for that reason. <laughs>
0: yeah, right. Yeah, that's, that's interesting. You
1: yeah.
0: mm. the, the experience itself might not have been as, as optimal as it may have been mm. in person, but you actually got more people and more more visitation. You, you sort of got that scale because of, yeah. of the digital exposure. So that's yeah. a pretty interesting, sort of a sort of a, a win-loss maybe, <laughs> a, <laughs> a, a, draw, a draw even. But I guess that, yeah. that's, that's kind of the expectation almost now, right, is this sort of yeah. you know, Zoom fatigue and on, online events and that kind of thing. We sort of expect it. This is yeah. going to be part of our life going forward now, and
1: exactly. we're
0: kind of used to having the technical issues of yeah. cameras and microphones and <laughs> setting all this stuff. So <laughs> exactly. we sort of all become, you know, tech experts over the last couple of years. Yeah. So to force that. But you, so right. you're talking mm. interesting about that sort of hybrid model. Is that mm. something you think you'll sort of push going forward? Do you think you're just going to have to do that because
1: this yeah. is probably uh, this in and out right. of
0: lockdown is probably going to be for a while exactly
1: yeah and i think um to be honest it's it's extra work you know to have Mm. the technology component streaming or recording um and then a platform to have it you know available to people afterwards you're running a a physical event and an online event kind of Mm. almost Mm. at the same time however Mm. yeah i think the accessibility thing is a huge piece you know people can listen to something or watch something while they're cooking dinner, while they're going for a walk, you know, you don't have mm, to be mm. um, present at that exact moment that the meeting or the presentation of the conference is happening. So I think, you know, that's a really big thing that people have grown to appreciate and, you know, kind of need in their lives as well. And mm, I think mm. people have become really forgiving as well. You know, with all of the streaming and the technology involved, you know, you've We've seen kids, you know, do all sorts of things walk out naked, you know, behind, you know, when they're in really important yeah. meetings and stuff. And everyone's just like, Oh, that's just the way the world is now, you know. So I, mm, think, mm. I think I think I don't love hybrid, but I definitely think it's here to stay for those reasons. You know, I think yeah, yeah. yeah it's yeah, I, I walk the dog and and catch up on a on a meeting that I might have missed mm. yesterday because you know, and it yeah. takes away that stress. You know, you can't oh mm. I, I don't have to have back to back meetings all day, um, or reschedule meetings all the time. Just I'm not going to mm. make that conference or that event or whatever. But send me the recording, and I, I still really want to listen to it and be part of yeah. it. Mm. Yeah, yes,
0: yeah, that's, that's really that interesting. Is. That 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 sort of time manual that that asyncing right. You don't have to be yeah. at the event to get the the benefit of yeah. of attending that event um yeah. So yeah it's actually re- re- really interesting that that hybrid model gives you that um for people that do want to go and show up and be there on time you can be but that sort of yeah. you can get the benefit of that event without having it in real time um exactly so, yeah like a, an interesting outcome mm. um, mm. are you saying so in terms of the the types of events is it all is it generally sort of conferences and and that sort of thing or is it sort of pop-ups and activations and that kind of stuff as well that you
1: yeah so um, pop-ups and activations is where we want to get back to and Mm. you know obviously with the last few years you know people are not able to spend money doing that you know in Mm -hmm. terms of advertising Mm -hmm. and marketing Um, it's definitely an area that I love and that I want to get back to and I think there's really rewarding value seeing a brand say we want to change our target audience um, You know, we want to reposition ourselves, you know, what kind of experience can you come up with that can connect mm. us with, you know, our dream new audience or whatever. So yeah. I love that and I love seeing, you know, sales increase or market share increase and all of that sort of stuff. So that's definitely, yeah, where we want to be. But I think mm. with mm. all the lockdown, you know, we've been working with the City of Melbourne and created an augmented reality treasure hunt through the CBD yeah, nice. because it was self-guided. Um, you know COVID safe it was outdoors you know and that's mm. still running now so I think yeah the, a lot of a lot of our work has sort of shifted a bit mm. you know and um, yeah back in that technology space again but I think yeah, yeah. We really want to get back to activations but you know food and wine events um, we've mm. got coming up small festivals and things as well so yeah cool. Yeah. Cool. Cool. yeah yeah I think
0: that that's a, that's um, a really interesting space as well is that that kind of blend of physical and virtual, like we said, like an like yeah. an AR treasure hunt where you, you walk yeah. in or like you no know, Pokemon Go, which was massive, what, Actually, five years yeah. ago, and everyone was just walking around <laughs> yeah. bumping into poles Not and bumping into each other, chasing dragons or whatever, whatever they were looking after. But yeah. it's, it's an interesting, I think again, that that's sort of another type of hybrid, right? Where you're mm. in actual space and walking down an actual okay. Melbourne CBD street. But you're looking for gold coins, or you're sort of hunting um, information in the in VR through your phone or AR through your phone. I think that that's again a really interesting space, and again we're sort of playing with that sort of stuff in almost God, almost a decade ago now. Yeah, sort of. So it's good to see that stuff's still around, and um, yeah, obviously the 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 tech stacks are much much better and faster, and you can do more and and much more accessible and accepted these days as well. Um, Exactly.
1: yeah, and I think you know the the users like us, you know, mm. the lay people or whatever you want to call it, the non techie people now know, um, yeah, they understand what it is a little yeah. better, right? So yeah. they're more yeah. willing to get involved in it,
0: yeah, yeah. And, and brands as well. Brands exactly. as well. Yeah. I mean, I imagine today, like, we're literally selling that same thing, we were trying to sell that thing 10 years ago mm-hmm. when. Yeah. There was, you know, five examples of of <laughs> AR on QR codes. You yeah, had like a real a BMW did like a little a car driving around on a QR code. Oh, that's cool. Um, that was like two thousand eight, two thousand nine, and bra- yeah. even brands like really didn't understand it. So it's yeah. really, really cool to see. Obviously, that shift over a decade, it's yeah. it's grown so much. Do you find the brands? almost expect that now. It's like part of their part of their marketing suite. They go, right, Definitely. we're gonna have a website, we're gonna have an app, we're gonna have something. AR, yes. VR, digital, virtual.
1: Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Because, you know, it's it's something different, you know, it, mm. even though, like you said, it's been around for a really long time. But, you know, and you mentioned QR codes and, mm. but, yeah, mm. they have been around a long time, but now yeah. ha- we can't survive without them. So, <laughs> you know, it's mm. just, yeah, the the consumer behaviour change, the shift, you know, the mentality of, yeah, mm. it's, this is just how it works now. So yeah. definitely I think brands are like, people, people love it, you know, with what we're doing in the city of Melbourne. It just adds another layer on top of the mm. beautiful existence that's already in the city um yeah. but yeah you know and because we did that um clients saw that and then they said we want to do that as well so now it's happening elsewhere and yeah, cool. yeah so i think yeah people yeah people kind of want to do something a little bit different as well mm-hmm. don't they you know try yeah. different things and
0: yeah yeah, yeah. I think, I, again i think that's a really nice model of, that sort of blend of action, like i'm actually in the real world rather than being like fully metaverse or fully VR, yeah. which is, again, kind of things seem to be heading into the meta and into the metaverse and into fully virtual um, yeah. world. So I think it's nice to maintain a semblance of, I mean, I'm actually still in the street, I'm getting some sunshine, I'm doing some some actual yeah, exercise, exactly. but that's still sort of tapping into that that sort of digital, um, virtual component yeah. at the same time. I think it's a su- yeah. super fun space. Um, so aside from that sort of tech stuff, um, what what sort of brands are you working with? These top tier brands, global brands, sort of SMEs. Um, Where's the appetite?
1: Yeah, uh, I think there's at the moment there um, there's a lot of interest, you know, from councils. Probably not the most exciting okay. client to yep. work with, really. But, yep. um, you know, in terms of spend, uh, we've experienced that they have they, they have an obligation as well to mm, sort of drive mm. visitation back to their precincts and to sort of help yeah, yeah. local businesses grow and get back on their feet and everything. And I know the state mm. government's been really supportive with giving a lot of local councils some funding to do, to yeah. create experiences in, in those kind of, in some of those precincts, which is really nice. But... Um, you know, we work with um, Australian National Uni up in Canberra and, and a couple of universities and TAFEs down here as well. So, um, yeah, the, I think, you know, there's, yeah, a, a lot of work that needs to be done from us to reconnecting with businesses again, you know, now that they're all sort of coming back and ready to create experiences and get back on their feet i think there's still yeah. a little bit of hesitancy though from a lot of brands um obviously these kind of experiences can cost a lot of money and yeah. there's no guarantee at the moment you know until the federal government brings out this event insurance you know if if um, events need to be postponed or whatever experiences need to be postponed mm. it's really expensive to do that yeah. and you know yeah. you can lose money if you Paying deposits on things, you know, some you know canceling them. Some places will only give you fifty percent back. So, yeah, I think, yeah, 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 it's it's still. I think it's going to take a long time, you know, for people, mm-hmm. for consumers and businesses and brands to sort of start trusting that there is stability out there with experiences. So, I think, mm-hmm. yeah, it's, it's going to take a little while to sort of get back. Yeah
0: yeah yeah, that, yeah. That, that's a really good point There's like obviously like city of melbourne um very very mm-hmm. active in like okay everyone yeah. left the city like this the, the, the cbd has been a ghost yes. town for a couple of years now how do we actually incentivize people to start coming back in and exactly. interacting with the city again um, yeah
1: and they're doing a great but, job at that so
0: good. yeah yeah and again yeah. for like for from from my perspective of 10 years ago councils and that kind of and government had not no interest, but this stuff was so far beyond. I was sort of trying to get their websites right back then, right? So to yes, see that, like, it sort right. of, like, councils and government tend to be kind of the laggards in this um, yes. with this sort of tech. So it's in really interesting to see that kind of, you know, a decade, yeah. sort of 10 years later, that this yeah. is where the, it's finally sort of trickled down to where um, yes. you know, government entities yeah. are, are willing to invest in this stuff. Um yeah, so exactly. I personally find that quite fascinating. So it's sort of yeah. to watch that trickle down effect, where it um it, ten years ago it really was it was leading top top tier brands that really wanted to push to have that. It was like first to market. It was really yeah. first to market advantage of we are the first to do an AR experience. We were the yeah. first to do a VR thing. Whereas now everyone's kind of done one. It's like, okay, well, it's like having a website now? Yeah, it's that's right. Really it works,
1: people like it. Yeah. We're, we're okay mm. with spending money on it now. Totally. Yeah. 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 It was a
0: decade too early. Should have started again now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Come back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. Funny how things sort of shift over time, but um, mm. that, that's a really good indicator when government starts buying something regularly and has an expectation that it's kind of, it's pretty mainstay. Um, yeah. When we're talking about technology or advanced technology, emerging tech. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah cool. it's been really interesting. Yeah. <laughs> mm, mm. um, We're also working with the City of Melbourne, been put on a panel with three other agencies to activate vacant shopfronts in the CBD. Oh, well, cool. So they, the City of Melbourne been really proactive with trying mm. to, dry, you know, obviously I think the occupancy rate is so low at the moment, yeah. you know, but they've done some amazing things and the Lord Mayor Sally Cap is really behind all the tech, mm. you know, yeah or which the augmented reality treasure hunt really behind that um, mm. yeah, so we're really excited to be working on the vacant shop fronts, and we've got like a whole stream of proposals and concepts and pop-ups and you know there's opportunities for brands as well if they want to get involved mm. and, and utilize these vacant shopfronts and we create some really cool specy things for people to come and look at and experience interact with
0: yeah yeah it sort of has that yeah. um the the of like the Maya windows for people who are yes. listening exactly. who, who know Melbourne or you might have something similar in your city where you know every yeah. Christmas you have the Maya windows my a you know, big retail outlet here and you have the Maya windows and there's four or five windows every year and they have a theme and they deck them up but you kind of get that kind of thing across you know, when mm. you can do it digitally That's or virtually you can create that same kind of engagement within storefronts. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Very, very yeah. cool. There's yeah. all, always, it's always cool to say. There's always opportunity and chaos, right? That's yes, that's exactly
1: right. Yeah. 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 And yeah. I feel, um, I feel confident about the future. You know, especially considering <laughs> the, um, yeah, the nervousness and the mm. uncertainty mm. that you know has been happening for everybody in the past. But I feel specifically, you know, in experiences and agency land, I feel really confident that. You know, there, there are a lot of opportunities and, you know, whilst not everybody might be prepared to go back to a music festival or, you know, a mm. food and wine event or whatever, uh, I think that there you know, people, we, we're social beings, right? We're social creatures. Mm. We want to interact and, you mm. know, talk and have fun and laugh and hug and everything. So, yeah, I feel really positive about the future. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And then you've like personally, professionally with your agency, if you've kind of mm built that redundancy and built that adaptability into your your operating model now, right? You've you've kind of hopefully kind of been through the worst of it or at least you've been through the ringer and you've come out and you've, as you said, you've sort of mentally done some adjustment and going, okay, I need to relinquish control. I need to allow other people to do what they do well. Um, Mm. So you're kind of baking in that redundancy into how you operate. So that's something that's going to help you moving forward as well. Now that you've done it, you kind of built that skill set so if yeah. and when that happens again, you know, okay, we're prepared, and we we now also know how to help clients. Right, you can exactly turn something yeah. physical into virtual. It, it'll happen faster. You'll build a tech stack. You'll sort of get it done better and better over time. So exactly. I guess th- th- this is the benefit of things going to shit, right, <laughs> and going <laughs> through volatility <laughs> and uncertainties. If yeah. you can adapt, you come out better on the on the backside and better capable, totally better able to kind of yeah. Yeah, deal with that again
1: yeah exactly and just yeah shift your way of thinking a little bit you know Mm. i think it's so easy to sort of get set in in a way of you know doing things and thinking and i think you know that was a real yeah it was a real sort of ground shaking experience you know to sort Mm. of just readjust completely and just look at things as they are as well and not you know just what you're doing so i think it it Mm. has been good for me specifically for that yeah
0: yeah Yeah. awesome i I think it's been a yeah if nothing else, a, a really good learning experience for, for mm. everyone that's been trying to run any type of business now. Um, yes. I speak to a lot of agency owners and it's much easier to keep Facebook campaigns and Google Ads campaigns running in a lockdown than it is yeah. physical events. So I feel yeah. for you and uh, uh, yeah, I'd, I'd love to say that you've come out sort of smiling and, and happy and positive on the, the back end of that because like, having, having kind of been in those shoes, I would imagine it would have been yeah. very, very difficult um, yeah. trying to deliver that and maintain client relationships and comms all the way through that process. So, yeah. you know, kudos yeah. to you for managing Thank it. you.
1: Um, thanks. Good so to much. see you.
0: Positive yeah. and yeah, happy and yeah. enjoying life and enjoying your, your business on the back end of it.
1: Yeah, it's good. It's exciting. Thanks.
0: <laughs> yeah, Yeah. no, thanks. R- <laughs> really good stuff. Um, yeah, thanks so much for dropping by. It's been insightful. Thank it's you. been obviously something sort of close to my heart from yeah. previous agency work. Um, where, If people do want to find out more about you, connect with you, um, where are some of the best places for them
1: to do that? Um, jump on the website. That's probably the best place. Um, give us a call. Send us an email. It's ola, H-O-L-A, at v-agency, AU. gencycomau Yeah, reach out, get in touch, have a chat, you know, we love collaborating with other agencies, brands, you know, just, yeah, doing some mm. really special things to, yeah, for, for everybody, you know, for the businesses, the brands, you know, we get great joy out of it and, we, mm. you know, big kicks out of doing, you know, epic experience, creating epic experiences for people. So, yeah. Mm. Yeah,
0: super cool and, and quite a, a distinct niche and specialisation. There's mm. really not many in, in terms of the, the the landscape of marketing agencies, there's it's a quite an you know, experience and, um, you know, pop-up and activation is quite a, um, a niche delivery there. So, yeah, if there's agency owners out there listening that want to add some of that to your portfolio, give Reggie a call, get yeah. in touch. I'll drop Thank all those you. links in the show notes so you can get connected and add some experience to your uh, marketing mix. Thanks yeah. so much for dropping by, Reggie. It's been a <laughs> blast.
1: Chris. Yeah, it's been really fun. Thank you so much.
0: Yeah, absolute pleasure. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in. Hope you got uh, as much fun and enjoyment out of today as I did. And until next time, we'll see you then. Thanks so much.